Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Paralympian Martin Gordon was refused entry in a Dublin City restaurant over the weekend and Martin is with us on the programme today. Martin, tell us what happened. Good afternoon, Andrea. Yeah, it was just another Saturday afternoon, doing a few jobs in town and uh, we decided before we went into town that we'd go to this particular restaurant, which we've been to before for a nice lunch and um, we arrived up to the door with my guide dog and with me um, and the first member of staff looked and said, oh, I'm not sure we can allow a dog in and I said, it is a guide dog so she went and got the manager so the manager came out and said, I'm sorry but our house policy is no dogs and I said, I understand that but you do see that this is a guide dog. Mm. And she, no, no, I know it's a guide dog, but our house policy is just no dogs at all. And um, I said, look, you know, my rights under the Equal Status Act and access for guide dogs and your obligation as a restaurateur, that you can't just have a house policy that says no dogs. You're, you, know, you have a legal obligation. Mm. And I said, I'm using a guide dog 20 years. I, I, I do know what I'm talking about. And I urge her, please don't do this. I don't want this to happen to me. I don't want, please don't do it. Um, and unfortunately, um, she was persistent. And I was told the best thing I can do for you is give you a table outside. And which just compounded matters. Mm. And um, I said again, you know that 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 again that doesn't help matters at all. That that's that's still discriminatory. And she went back inside, came back out, and said, "I have no tables." And I said, "What do you mean you have no tables? I have no tables free inside." I said, "But you've already said you have a house policy with no dogs." She said, "No, I'm not refusing because of the dog. I'm now refusing because I have no tables free." And I said, you've no tables free and not much credibility either. I said, if you had no tables free, you should have said that from the outset. Mm. And if that that was the case, that was the case. And even if you had no tables free, you've been categorical in that no dogs on your premises, including guide dogs. And um, it didn't get any better. And I I stood on the street absolutely humiliated. Mm. And I just thought, is this happening again? Because... I put out that tweet, and that's how you and I are speaking this afternoon, Andrea, because like the ad that was just on there a few minutes ago, enough is enough. And this is a growing trend, and I've been on the receiving end of this every year for 20 years. The first time I ever went to a restaurant with my guide dog, I was told by the proprietor, that is not coming into my restaurant as he's pointing at the dog. That was when I was 18 years of age, and now 38, and the same thing is car- carry on is going on. And I've never pursued anything I've never gone too far with any of these things but you reach a certain point where you go no 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 more of that well we are in 2023 and I I know I know you Martin a, a long time um you know dating back to to, to school and and college and in Galway and I know you've you know you've always had um your, you know your guide dog since you were 18 Jake I think in the early days from from memory but like it's That's remarkable right. to think that you know 20 years on you're still facing mm. the same problem. Mm. I'd love to be talking to you about sport and Paralympics, yeah. and but we're not. We're having a conversation that I had with people 20 years ago, and you try not to despair, you try not to let it get to you, but this has happened so many times, and I've just shrugged it off. I've just pretended it didn't happen, just don't want to think about it, because as much as 
you take it on the chin, you, you crack on and you plough on. Mm. You're still a human being and you're entitled to your dignity and you're entitled, like everybody, and this is this, this whole thing, it, it's not just that one isolated incident. I want to shed a light on issues faced by people with disabilities. This isn't just happening to me. It's not just happening to people with guide dogs. It's happening across the board. And we all collectively can do better. And if anybody is providing a service to the public, they have a responsibility to be aware of their mm. obligations to the public that they serve. All people, not just some people that they do and don't. You can't pick and choose. And that's where I'm saying, let's shed a light on this. Let's have a conversation. Let's grow awareness. I always say, in those situations, give some of the benefit of the doubt. Engage, talk to them, educate them, try to resolve it. It didn't work on this occasion. It worked on other occasions. Most of the time it does. Mm. I know in the past, I can tell you, I went to another well-known chain of restaurants in Dublin City. We were refused from my guide dog and the owner of that restaurant got in touch with me and they said they would do X, Y and Z and I thought, brilliant, yeah. excellent. That's good now can yeah. I over. But you know what the worst part was? They didn't do any of it. And I was just gonna go, Oh come on. So how how do you win? How do you change minds? Because once it happens once, that's one time too many. To whoever it happens yeah. to. Well, as you said, it's humiliating, and if you're there it with is. people, and it's it's embarrassing, and and it's unfair, and like mm. you, you know, as you say in this instance, you reminded um, the, the the restaurant or the proprietor or, um, or the manager of their their rights, and and like you know more about that, you know more than most, Martin, because you're you're a barrister by trade, so you're you're well on top of um, the legal obligations the places have. Mm. But I'm. I'm a guide dog user far longer than I've been a barrister and I know my rights as being as being a guide dog owner, first and foremost, and my profession never comes into my daily life. That's just what I do for a job. It's not it won't influence how I go about my day or for me it was I was just another person on a street discriminated against in our capital city and you go, No, no, there's too much of this. Stay with us, Martin, if you don't mind, because I have another listener who's who's got in touch as well. Um, Fergus is with me on the line. Fergus, you too use a guide dog. Have you experienced anything like this? Yeah, yeah, I, I have a guide dog. Um, this is my third guide dog, um, Kemp. And um, during the summer last year, myself and my wife decided to go and um, take two nights break after COVID and all of that. And we went down to Waterfield and... Uh, to a dog-friendly hotel and went in and uh, we were greeted by the receptionist and she was really nice and there was a red setter there and lovely devil. And um, I had just asked the lady, um, could I, was there a vegetarian option because we were both vegetarian and the restaurant manager came out, she was lovely and she went through it and I said, that's great, we'll come down and eat in the bar later on. Went up with my dog and my wife to the room and came down after having a shower and dressing and took the dog out, Kemp, for he's uh, busy, and came in and went into the restaurant and I met the same lady and she was going to show us to her seats and she was called by somebody, I, I think, and she came back and said, and you, I could feel how embarrassed she was. She said, the dog can't come into the bar. And I said, he's a guide dog. And um, she she was 
I knew she was upset herself. I could feel it. And she went back to the lady or whoever she was speaking mm. to. And then I was allowed into the bar and have my meal with my wife. But, you know, it takes its toll on you because it, it takes the, it took the, the, the effort of doing that and the embarrassment of it was quite um, awful, really. Yeah. And then, and then I got up the next morning and I went down to breakfast with my guide dog um, and I was refused entry again um, and I I couldn't understand it because you would have thought that the staff would have uh, talked to each other and but it was I said to the girl he's a guide dog he can see his hand mm. and she said no dog no dog no, what oh it's an look it's 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 um you know, he was very sorry to hear that, that that's happened to you as well. Like, I mean, there's more texts coming in from people, you know, talking about that this, it's an issue and it's an ongoing issue. And I, I know, Ma- Martin, you mentioned, I mean, it's gone on for 20 years in your case. Just uh, fi- finally, Martin, what what would you say to business owners? Just what, what would be your message to them on this? If any businesses are listening to our segment this afternoon and they go, oh, I don't want that to happen in my premises, then that's a win. I would say to any premises, just be mindful of your obligations. Okay. Read up yourself. Remind yourself. Remind your staff. Remember, you're serving all members of the public, and be mindful of that. And um, and when the guide dog or whoever comes, and you're unsure, engage with people, talk with people, always have an open mind because, by and large, when these issues arise. They're always quickly resolved with dialogue. Yeah, okay. No, it's good. Certainly, it's a good message and, and good advice for businesses uh, out there as well. Uh, Martin, listen, thanks a million for, for joining us today on the programme. Martin and Fergus there too for getting in touch with us. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.